party to you. Tonight. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. What's up, heroes? And welcome to the Stephen Corson Show, where we discuss financial strategies, habits, and mindset to get you to your first 100K and then get you to your first million, all in the pursuit of true wealth and modern freedom. All right. I have gone, done, and pissed off a whole bunch of financial people. Didn't mean to. Wasn't even my post. I mean, it can I really be held responsible for it? I was just tagged in it, okay? Basically, what ended up happening is on LinkedIn, I was working with somebody, we were doing some coaching, and then they tagged me in the post, said you know a couple of the things that I had mentioned, and one of which, which was very hyper-specific advice to them, was I just said, yeah, if I'm in your situation, I wouldn't even contribute to a 401k anymore. Now, every single CFP within five digital blocks came out of their offices to get on their keyboards and you know hone in on their opinion on that right the majority of the people were just you know hey cool whatever but the other half were very strongly opinionated why it was a terrible idea all this other stuff at the end of the day what ended up you know really kind of catching my eye was that there was a decent number I'd say about 25 percent of the comments coming from these financial professionals where they just said, There is no reason ever, like just an absolute statement. There's no reason ever not to put in uh, money into a 401k. And anytime somebody gives me an absolute, I just like to go, really? Nothing? Never? No reason ever? Like your kid's been kidnapped and they're sending a ransom note and you need the the money from your monthly payment to your 401k and you're just like, "Ah, sorry, little Timmy, not going to be able to get you back this month, maybe next month when I you know, have it. I mean, come on. Like it's just, whenever people do absolutes, I just have to go there. Sorry. So we're going to go there right now. And I'm going to tell you exactly the situations, some of which I've even done myself, why I think you shouldn't put in money into your 401k. Heroes, as always, thank you for your continued support. I have one favor to ask, so I don't have to put ads into my podcast as I have people asking as the platform continues to grow. If you would just go to iTunes or Spotify or whatever platform you were listening to this on and then just rate the show, give it five stars, write a comment about how you like it. It'll take you 30 seconds and it would mean the absolute world to me. Thanks so much. And let's get back to the show. All right. So if you are contributing, this is actually my situation. So this is exactly what happened to me. If you were somebody who was contributing to a 401k, you're, you know, in your career, into your 30s, whatever the case may be. And um, now all of a sudden you want to start a business and that extra money that you were putting to the 401k would really be a big help in getting that business launched, starting things, accelerate growth, whatever the case may be. Then, yeah, I would, you know, I would stop it. And guess what? That's exactly what I did. I have a six-figure 401k, a lot of money in there. It's doing really well year over year. And, you know, I know the couple hundred bucks I was putting into it every month. I was like, that money will do a lot more for me in my business. Because look, a 401k is not a high-risk investment. It's a low-risk investment, low-risk, low-return. A business is very high-risk. Whenever you're starting a business, the chances of you being in business in five years are not very good. Probably 70 to 80% chance that it fails. Okay. If you can put a couple hundred more dollars into it at the beginning, every single month, and it makes a difference. And then you're bringing in, you know, tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousand dollars, you know, in income over the next few years versus not putting that money in it and potentially failing or stalling or not growing as quickly. I mean, that's dramatic because 
It's not hard to grow a business if you, let's say you make $20,000 your first year. It's not hard to grow it by two to 300% in a year. It's not hard to go from 20,000 to 60 or 80,000 with a lot of businesses in that time span. You see that in startup world. The, the percentages on year to year growth can be dramatically high. You're not going to get that kind of return in the market. So if you need to take a year or two out of donations from 401ks, I think that it's worth the risk if it's something that you're really passionate about and it's going to give you a better chance of success. Now, I am going to throw a little caveat here even on that. If you have a 401k that has a match and you know your employer is donating 4% or something like that, then what I would consider doing is maybe just reducing it up until that 4%, because that 4% is probably not going to be a lot. It might be 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 250 bucks a month that ultimately you're putting in, depending on what you're doing. And any kind of match is 100% return. Like that's just, it's guaranteed money basically because your employer is giving it to you and putting it in the fund. So in that situation, sure, I'll even put a caveat on mine. And I would say, maybe don't take it all out, just do it up until the point of the match. But Here's the caveat on my caveat. If you're looking at it and again, you're like a year or two out and you're going, man, that extra 250 bucks would make a massive difference. I could hire this person as a freelancer. I could put it into ads. My ads are working really well and get some, you know, more customers or clients, whatever. Okay, then do that. So at the end of the day, just go with what you think is going to get you the best return. But the 401k match is 100% return. So you got to be really, really sure that you're going to get it. So that's the first scenario to where I would look at it. And I would say, yeah, all things considered equal, it's probably not a bad idea. Again, I put my money where my mouth is literally because that's what I did. Um, The next situation where I could see this, and this was similar to the one of, you know, when I was giving uh, advice to this very smart young gentleman, basically what I told him is I just said, look, for what you're trying to do, I just want to donate it, or I want to put money into it. It's just not worth it. He was doing a hundred bucks a month. So, you know, the, the, the second situation is pretty much if you just started or if you haven't started, you're early on in your twenties, you're just beginning. Time is on your side. That's really where the appreciation happens. So sure. Will you lose something out over the 60 years or whatever? Yeah, you're going to lose some. But again, there's no better time to take the risk in starting a business than at that time in your life. There's a lot of other factors outside of money that you need to do. And even if the business does fail, if you do this straight out of college or you know not too far removed from it or whatever the case is, or straight out of high school, whatever the case is, the lessons you will learn, the skills you will develop in starting your own business would be probably better than you in anything you could get for a college degree. So There's a lot of different ways that I look at it. I'm a contrarian investor. I don't just look at it from a number standpoint. I look at it from a skills standpoint, a life standpoint, a financial standpoint. So I just see that, you know, that extra hundred bucks, 200 bucks, whatever would dramatically increase the chances of the business succeeding. And even if it doesn't succeed, it's pretty much just an investment in education at that point because it's like, wow, I'm, I'm going to learn so much that I will be able to take with me for the rest of my life. So in that situation, I would probably be like, yeah, it would make sense. Stop or don't ever start investing in a 401k. So the two things those have in common is that I'm talking about starting a business, right? So the reason that comes up so much is because 
you know, it's something like over 50% of people want to start a side hustle. And, you know, then even more when you consider the fact that they want to become entrepreneurial. Now, some people want to do that because they want to work on something they're passionate about. Other people want to do that just because they need more money and they're kind of capped at their job. And they, it's not that they want to work more, but they need to work more. The world has got very expensive recently. We've had really bad inflation over the past couple of years. We hit record high inflation last year is a 40 year high. So people are pinching pennies and they're trying to figure out ways and, uh, that they can increase money. So that's why, you know, I wanted to talk about this because this is a really pressing issue that is coming up a lot. So that's it. Now I will say this. If you are not looking to start a business and you're like, well, I'm just considering, you know, maybe t- not contributing to my 401k as much. Maybe I want to put things in, you know, a specific fund or like tech and like my 401k, you know, they don't let me adjust things, whatever the case is. I will say this as a general caveat. If you do that, it depends on your situation. Um, you know, it, 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 I'm not going to sit here and say whether you should or should not do that. But what I can say, and I'm going to throw an absolute out here because I'm a hypocrite. <laughs> but what I can say is that uh, to, to do an absolute, which is I'm going to end this exactly how we got here on an absolute. And I do think this is one that generally everyone will agree with. If your employer has a match, you should never do that. You should never if you have a 4%, 5% match, whatever it is from your employer and it's a 100% match, then I would never take that out to go put it into another stock. If you're contributing 10% of your paycheck, right? And you want to take out six and leave the other four in so it gets matched, then that's fine. But you have to remember that four is a guaranteed 100% every single month. So it's compounding on top of that. It's a guaranteed return on your money, okay? You're not going to find a better investment than 100% guaranteed on a month over month basis out in the stock market. It doesn't exist. You're not going to. And if it does, please call me and let me know. Okay. Email me, get in touch with me, do what you have to do. I will reward you greatly if you find something that can do that over a long period of time. Okay. So that is something that hopefully will get some of these CFPs off my back and different things like that. I do think that no matter what you do, you always need to be contributing at least to the match. And guess what? Studies show a lot of people don't do that. About 20%, I think this was in Fidelity that I saw, about 20% of people who have a 401k option with their employer don't even contribute to the match. You are just throwing away money, okay? It is an absolute waste. Anybody can put 3 to 4% of their paycheck in there, okay? That's like all your Netflix and HBO Max subscriptions or something like that. I promise you, it is worth your while. So hopefully... If that's something you've been thinking about, if it's something you weren't thinking about, now you've started thinking about it because of this, hopefully this will be um, a way that you can kind of navigate whether or not that's going to be the right decision to make. Um, you know, The only other thing I will say outside of starting a business is if you were, and I, and I, I would still put this in, I'm starting a business, but, but I'll say it is, is real estate. I know some people that are like, well, you know, I want to get a rental property. Um, Because by the way, if you're looking to buy a home and you're like, I need some money for the down payment, whatever the case is, you can actually take a loan penalty free out of your 401k. There's caveats. You need to check it back. You do have to pay it back every month, just like a loan, but you're paying yourself back versus paying a bank back. So 
there's some situations there to where, hey, yeah, that could actually be advantageous for you. So check that out. But in general, if you're just, I think that's only on a primary residence, by the way, you can't do that for rental property. So if you're looking to subtract money out of your 401k, um, you know, donation every month or whatever, um, then and put it into uh, real estate and rental properties and different things like that. Um, what I would probably say is maybe just get some experience under your belt. Make sure you know what you're doing. Make sure it's working before you go and do something like that. Um, again, you want to make sure you manage risk in all situations. If you have something that's high enough, high reward that can get rid of, you know, these guaranteed returns, then I say go for it, right? It, nobody became incredibly wealthy by earning 7%, you know, all of their life, right? So it's a good strategy to kind of balance the scales a little bit. But at the end of the day, 7% when you include inflation, which normally is going at 3%, right now we're at like 8 right? But 7% minus 3%, normally you're making like 3 to 4% of your money long-term when you consider inflation into it. So that's a different topic for another time, but hopefully this gives you a little bit of an idea of how to navigate this situation if it's something that sneaks up on you.